Wrestling on Facebook. Uh, if you want to watch a bunch of off-the-wall wrestling podcasts, give Heel Turn Wrestling a big old like and a share. There's so many appropriate and mostly inappropriate memes that are shared on that page. Uh, so Zuckerberg is trying to censor them. So if you want to support... Uh, I don't like that guy. Their lack of right to censor. See what it did there? Uh-huh. Go, go ahead and give it a like and a share. Still the best part of the Rumble. Go ahead and give it a like. Single-handedly. Go ahead and give it a like and a share. So go ahead. All right, let's talk about Dynamite. John Moxley defeated Willa Eula uh, after Brian Kendrick was pulled. Because it turns out Brian Kendrick thinks a little differently than most of us. Just going to put it that way politely. Uh, looking forward to seeing his interview with Alex Jones someday. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. McCarthy, I'm going to let I'm, we're going to we're going to call this play live on the air. Do we discuss this or do we just discuss the action? I mean, I'm I'm going to assume that none of us condone what he said. Well, first uh, and foremost. Plus he said plus he said so much that even if some of it had a decent point, and none of it did. But there was so much there that, uh, yeah, you lost me. I don't even really know what he said. A lot. Look, I didn't look that oh, deep into yeah, it. A lot. It was, what was the basis topic? Uh, there was a lot of topics. Pretty much, okay. pretty much every conspiracy you could ever possibly think of. So he's a big conspiracy theorist. But worse, like, <laughs> like extra, extra, like, 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 like he's apparently from these comments. Mm-hmm. He seems like the conspiracy theorist that gives conspiracy theorist a bad name. Like, so he because, makes Alex Jones look good. I don't know if we could go that far. Actually, I I'm don't gonna, know. If we I'm going to say, that yes, far. we can go that far. <laughs> there was some crazy stuff in there that I think you and Alex would go. Whoa, man. Well, thank <laughs> I think even Alice would go, you know, I thought this too at one point, and then it turned out. But um, let's go ahead and discuss it this way. Not the comments. But do his very, 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 very controversial views mean that he never works in wrestling again, McCarthy? If he would have stopped at... But he did that would have been that that are old. So like the Illuminati, the thirteen families that run the world, yeah. you know, the Skull and Bones, nine eleven. Yeah. You know th- those are old news as far as conspiracy theories go. Yeah, um, from a conspiracy theory when, standpoint, they're almost mainstream. Well, yeah, but like what I mean is like so. His comments, I think, that got him in trouble are the Sandy Hook comments and the Holocaust comments. Yep, those are the two I was really bothered by. That's that's the issue. Yep. It's not the other conspiracy theories. Like, because techn- I, I don't know about inbreeding in the 13 families that run the, the world, but that's kind of a thing. There are kind of 13 families that started everything. For example, they run our Federal Reserve, but that's a conversation for a different podcast welcome to the turnbuckle conspiracy theories oh it's not a conspiracy the federal reserve is not run by the federal government 
It is a private bank. Hit me with a mute, buddy. Chew on that to the Turnbuckle fans. That's true. It's not a conspiracy theory. That's true. All right. So so does so does Brian Kendrick's um, uh, comments mean that he never works in wrestling again? He'll get booked on indie shows, but I don't think any major promotion is going to touch him with the ten foot pole for years. Because the one thing I'll say this about Brian Kendrick, not on this topic, but his wrestling mind is very smart. He's a smart guy wrestling wise. Old Spanky. Remember Spanky? Yeah. Bet you do. Uh, you've looked up the comments now, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thoughts? Go ahead. If you're asking me if, <laughs> if you're asking me if he ends up back in wrestling for a big promotion, I'm gonna say probably not. Uh-huh. I agree with McCarthy on that. Yeah. I agree that he probably will end up on the Indies. And honestly, I could see him maybe possibly in somewhere down the line, maybe an impact, maybe a ring of honor, depending. Yeah. Uh I, I am curious what their rebrand is gonna look like, but if it's one of the more smaller, big-time promotions, I could see it. AEW or WWE, probably not. The other thing to take into account is timing. This isn't a very good timing for Brian Kendrick. He's not old by any stretch of the imagination, but he's getting up there in terms of age for wrestlers. He's been in the business for a long time. I don't think there's that much of a demand for him in the first place. Right. The pro- you're, you're, you're right about his mind. I think that's yeah, where you're, he is. He's very smart. wrestling. I think that's where you're going to find the value in him. But as far as an in-ring talent goes, I doubt we see him in any big promotions for a little while. Yeah. The, the problem for Brian Kendrick, uh, besides the comments being nutty as squirrel shit, um, uh, is that, he is not a high enough notoriety to overcome this. Let's be honest. While we were on our hiatus, Hulk Hogan heavily implied that the vaccine killed Betty White and or Bob Saget. The reason that Hulk Hogan is still employed by the WWE currently, to our knowledge, right? Is the stuff still on the shop and all that and He's on the brand new video game, alternative cover, if you want to pre-order it, right? Yeah. Want to know why he's still employed? Because he's Hulk Hogan. He's Hulk Hogan. He's the immortal one, brother. Brian Kendrick? Not immortal. Yeah, he's spanky. He's a popcorn fart. Unfortunately, sometimes it is who you are. That sucks. It's not fair. It's not right. But it's the way it is. Okay, and it's it's well, kind of interesting too because you look at that company, in terms of AEW, this isn't the first time they've had to deal with somebody that's had less than popular comments. Popular, popular. Uh, Sammy Guevara got oh my got sensitivity training for things that he said. They completely even skipped that and said, "Nope, we're not even just going to work with you." That's how bad it was. <laughs> well, it's the problem also for Brian is he didn't get a chance to ingrain himself into AEW and no. prove his positives. Right. You know, if you just hear this as he's coming on, you know, getting booked on the flight and on the plane, uh, frankly, it's probably the quickest hiring and firing I've ever seen because he was released from WWE, got the job real quick, going to work uh, for Mockley tonight, and then 
he he pulled a Santino. He entered the Royal Rumble and then was quickly eliminated. Oh, it. He, it was it was quicker than hiccup. Uh, frankly, well, and I leave. And let's be honest, oh. his comments after I think make it worse. Why yeah. he apologized? It it's not the apologizing part. Okay, what, what, it's the these are not my beliefs and never were beliefs of mine, and I crossed the line. So why didn't you say that at the beginning of these videos? That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. If if that's how if if you are spewing this crap, like because it's it's good to ask questions. It's good to double check and make sure what we're being told is the truth. But a lot of these, especially the one dealing with mass murder. Oh, yeah. If they're not your beliefs and you're saying it for clicks, that needs to be made very clear at the beginning of your video. You see people do it all the info. You watch an infomercial at two o'clock in the morning. The views expressed in this infomercial are not considered. Especially those thoughts and beliefs held by said TV station that is airing infomercial. To be honest, we probably should put one for score on there. I've always thought we should. Because yeah. some of our comments are... Our comments wee. are fine. Because as soon as we ever do, Jeez. I'm going to go, mother, mother, mother. I'll be sounding like Jay and Silent Bob just sitting there, mother, mother. So... <laughs> Um, we'll see if he ever works in wrestling again. I'll keep my eye on that. Looking forward to the uh, very reasonable Brian Kendrick meet and greet prices that I can now take advantage of down the line. Um, had to be a great Facebook photo. Looking forward to that. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to hate somebody just because they have different views than me. You want to know why? Because I'm trying to teach America. All right. Except Kenny Omega. Hate that guy. Uh, wow, that's egregious as hell. It's no excuse. And that Chris Jericho fellow. I mean, what I the, what's wrong with him? I want him to turn heel again so bad. I was thinking this last night. I was like, Chris has got to turn heel. Like, I'm like, this version of babyface Chris is so played out, it sucks. He's never been a great baby face as much as I love Chris Jericho. Then why have we been doing it for two years? Because he was a heel for almost two years. It he is, wanted to switch it up, it's man. Time you know to how go. he is. He's always like, oh, oh, I've been doing this too long. He stopped time being a heel when they started chanting his freaking theme song. Look, that was amazing. Okay. Have you ever been involved in the Judas live singing at a show? No. No, because no. I haven't so been to a show yet because I didn't know they were in Columbus or wherever they were. Cincinnati. I don't think they've been to Columbus yet. I don't think they have, but they've been to Cincinnati, and I missed that show. They've been to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Uh, But anywho, anywho, uh, Dan Housen is apparently a member of the Best Friends because they need another one. Yeah, it's very evil, very nice. Look, I'm telling you right now, and I like Dan Housen, I really do. I do, too. Uh, The problem with AEW is this. They got 15 pounds of sugar for a 10-pound bag. You don't know where to put anybody. There's no room anymore. Now we're just having a pop up in the middle of a match because we have nothing else to do with them. And then we got a huge signing or a huge announcement tomorrow on Dynamite. Let's 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 skip this for a second. Who's your prediction for this huge announcement? You want mine or his first? Uh, give me yours. 
I think it's Keithley. That's not huge. Uh, McCarthy, give now, me your prediction. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to agree with Travis and say it is Keithley. Well, that's now, not huge. Some some people may go, oh, that's not huge. But here's the thing: it's not if huge. If you're going to sign somebody, it's not, and and debut them, uh-huh. it's your job to make them sound like a big deal, regardless of who they are. It's your job to get people excited. It's your job to make them think it's a huge deal, whether some people think it is or not. Because some people are correct and other people are wrong. Um, no. There are only three people. Well, four. 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 I can tolerate and go, yeah, big deal. Cool, big deal. Obviously, Ric Flair's one. Bray Wyatt is two. Samoa Joe Joe is three. Jeff Hardy is four. Anybody else? Don't care. Get the hell off the boat. There's no room anymore. This thing is too crowded. What are we... There's none. There's no room. No, we have enough people. We're overpopulated. Anybody Anybody else with those four? You can't come on the boat. This ain't Noah's Ark. I'm driving this thing. Keith Lee is an insanely talented guy. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong at all. Please. But damn it. Does everybody got to go to AEW? What is this? The I mean, is this the battered shoulder for release superstars? Is everybody got to go? Everybody's got to go. <sighs> Sometimes. <sighs> Uh, so, I don't know why I put John Moxley defeated Willie Eula twice, but that's that's me. Um, it's me when you do it later tonight. Uh, so, Brian Danielson wants to team with John Moxley. My goodness, was this great. Made all the points you need to hear because we need less stupid stuff on AEW. Wasn't it? Didn't you love this? You loved every minute. Wasn't it true? Oh. Don't you want to see them team? Yes. Any thoughts on that before we move on to how he was turned into a liar in five seconds? Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who? Who? Brian Danielson cuts an impassioned promo about we need we need more seriousness since in AEW, and then Brandy Rhodes and Dan Lambert face off with a verbal showdown. Because God, that that makes a lot of sense. That's what everybody wants to see. Oh my God! Could Brandy Rhodes get over herself? No, clearly she couldn't because I did not enjoy this. Your father-in-law, huge deal. Your brother-in-law, kind of a big deal. Your husband, kind of a big deal. You irrelevant in this business. You don't mean squat. Chief brand officer. Uh, but Dan Lambert, I'm going to give him credit for this. He brought it. His A game. He's been he's been hit and miss. But this was hit. This was here. You go. I've got a I've got a hanging curveball, and there's a deep drive to left field. Mister McCarthy, what do you think of Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes exchanging insults? And when I say that, I mean, what did you think of Dan Lambert practically sexually harassing Brandy Rhodes on the air? Um, 
Um, it was some of Dan Lambert's best work. I mean, I don't, I don't know if anyone's asking for this. Like Paige Van Zant better whoop that ass. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that's what we're gonna get. We're gonna get Paige Van Zant, a bare knuckle fighter, a a a woman that's competed in MMA, UFC, the whole nine, bare knuckle, and she's gonna face Brandy Rhodes. And I swear to everything I love. If this isn't Butterbean at the Brawl for All, then I quit. Well, even a closer example, look at half the time that they've had Shayna Baszler on the air. And she's faced off against people that should not be holding a candle to her at all, and she loses. You're not wrong. Please, dear God, Tony, don't mess this up. But, but Learn from the mistakes of Shayna Baszler. Don't. F this up. But if if Brady Rhodes, I mean, if she gets more than two minutes of offense in, there's a deep issue. Um, I don't know if it's an issue if she gets... Uh, two minutes is a long time. <laughs> I, I'm being gracious because she's, she's important to that company. I mean, she should get some offense in, obviously. No, she really shouldn't. Probably not. Uh, uh, Butterbean should... Uh, Page, Page, it should be Butterbean. She should be Bart Gunn. It's over. Ball game. Yeah. See you. It should be quicker than a Goldberg match. That is quick. Uh, I just, I, I don't understand why it should be faster than a big show knockout. Or heel turn. Uh, that too. So, I don't understand why Tony Khan thinks anyone wants to see this. In because she's part of the family. Because the the problem is is Randy wrote like I think what Tony sees is Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie knows how to draw heat and and you want to see her get her hind end kicked. The problem is he sees that I think from Brandy when Brandy's got X Pac go away heat. What do you think, McCarthy? I mean, I don't think you're wrong in the X Pac go away heat department because I mean, let's be honest, like people hate Dan Lambert. But yet, the second he went out there, mm-hmm. they were the the crowd was happy that yep. he was out there to shut up Brandy Rhodes. That's see it, and this is what I'm talking about with Cody too. These two need to get over their own hype and go with the freaking flow, man. No, you leave, Co- no, no you leave Cody out of this. You leave Brand- no, Brandy. No, I will not because Brand- they are tied together no. as. Nah, Husband, Brand- wife, and nah. parents. Nah, Brandy's a strong, independent woman. You don't need to put Cody into this. Uh, you don't need to do that. She can take it. You don't need to do that. I'm not look, saying you're wrong. Look, I'm just saying you don't need to do look. it. Fine, fine, fine. Take it all back. Okay. She needs Attaboy. to go with the flow and be a damn heel about it. Stop trying to pander to the crowd. Stop trying to defend people and just be a heel if you're on TV at all. She's a very intelligent woman. I'm sure she wasn't just given chief branding officer as a title. I'm sure there's a lot that she does. I know she, initi- <laughs> she look, she initiated the um, safe space for autistic, autistic children at every AEW show. She spearheaded that movement. If you want to see wrestling and you have an autistic child, AEW is the place to go because if it gets to be too much for them, they have a safe place for them to go, calm down, put on headphones, 
and then return to the show later instead of parents having to leave because their their child is is having an issue at the moment. So there are things that she does. However, no one wants to see her on TV. She should focus a lot like Stephanie. Stephanie pops up these days. But more often than not, she's on the community outreach side of WWE. And Brandy Rhodes should be that for AEW. She doesn't need to be on TV this much. If Cody gets injured per storyline, maybe pull it out. If Cody gets in a feud with someone that has a girlfriend as their valet or what have you, maybe she can get involved for a second. But just having her trot out on Dynamite for absolutely no reason, no reason at all, just makes no sense. Especially when she's trying to portray the baby face where she's been getting booed for like a year and a half. And that's the biggest thing is she's a baby face. What baby face trots out there with no real, I'll say nemesis to go against? Like nothing. (laughs) But what baby face really goes out there by themselves without a storyline, A, and B, goes out there to just spout off unless they have something to... Oh, what was that? I actually didn't hear what you said. Thanks. I didn't either. Goldberg. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, but at least usually he's got something to say. It leads to an angle. It leads to something. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. (laughs) I mean, this led to an angle. Paige Van Zant's going to punch her in the face. Yeah, who's who's next? Brandy Rhodes. Thank God. God. Uh, Look, I just... Let me... Allow me to clarify for a second. I'm not saying that Brandy Rhodes does nothing for the company. I'm saying on the wrestling side or the creative side, I don't know what she does for the company. Now, if she's great in the community outreach, that's awesome. That's uh, Hey, I got nothing against that. Amazing. But on the creative side, on the wrestling side, I don't... Like, they even put her on Dark a few weeks ago. That's a valuable spot. And yet, there she is honing her skills on AEW Dark because when people think of... Underdog champions trying to become a star. We think Brandon Rhodes. We do. Jesus. All right. Uh, <laughs> King of the Black Throne, they defeated Death Triangle. Thought this match was pretty doggone good. Not that I have no complaints. It wasn't even special, but but it it, it did the job, I thought. Uh, any thoughts for you, Napper? Part of me thought maybe they went a little bit too far on trying to put Pack over and made I don't, I don't want to say they made Kings of the Black Throne look weak but I feel like they were trying to come back from a lot of offense that was my only really big critique but it in the end it didn't really matter I thought the finish was better it's a way where it didn't really show that much of a, a difference mm-hmm. so I wasn't completely like you said it was it was a good match nothing special that was my only real thing where I was like man the they are just not getting any offense. Every time they get offense, they're getting met with resistance. It's like uh, you're trying I to mean, make this- you're trying to make this team look really good, really tough, and like one of the baddest teams on the planet right now. Nothing really screamed out to me aside from you know their overall look and Brody King just being who Brody King is. 
other than that, it didn't scream like they are a bad team to mess with. Uh, my only complaint, like really, was, and I tried to check myself truly because I understand that I'm an Undertaker fan, so I get the hypocrisy. But when he was blind and suddenly I can just feel and move and I'm like, oh, you're, you're, you're really pushing me. Yeah. You're pushing me. But again, I, I tried to respect the fact that I'm an Undertaker fan, so I know there's some hypocrisy there. Uh, McCarthy, thoughts on this match? So I thought the match was great. I think you guys are being a little too critical um, about the um, Pac getting too much offense. It's freaking Pac. He's one of the best competitors in the company. And so is Penta El Zero Mierdo. So you have to remember, you yes, you need to destroy people, but you can't be destroying your ready-made, your, your stars right now. Pac is not a star. Like it, it should. Look, look. He's not. Look, look, I've had enough. <laughs> look, you it doesn't even fit with who Pac is as a wrestler, star or not, Mighty to Mouse. get destroyed by the Kings of the Black Throne. They destroy who they're supposed to and they beat everyone, but sometimes they're going to struggle. Now because now you want to see part two. What if they didn't cheat? No, I don't. Maybe Wow. I have no desire. Wow. None. Wow. You? Oh really? Yep, there you go. You lost. Wow. Wow. No, no, I didn't because the AEW haters have come back to the show. I don't hate AEW. No, it's not that I mean I honestly uh, why why would I want to see this again? Why wouldn't you? Tell me Especially why. Especially if there's why a do you want to see this again in the future? Why do you want to see this again? Because I thought this was a brutal ass back and forth tag team match. So did I, but what's the point of seeing it again? Well, Pac's obviously not done because they cheated to win. That advances the story right there. And think about in the future, what about for the tag team titles? You mean to tell me you would never want to see these two teams wrestle each other for the AEW Tag Team Championship? It's not that I don't want to see it happen ever again. I just don't want to see it. But that's what you said. I didn't say let's see it again tomorrow. I said I want to see it again in the future. And you guys both piss-poshed that idea. I never want to see it again, was what I got from the words that were said by you both. I don't want to see it again. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Just not not anytime soon. What? what, what, what why would you not want to see it again? Because it's not what, believable. What, was, what? It's not because, look, the reality is Pac is another one that due to the pandemic and a few other things, Irrelevant. He's another signing that went to the went to the big ten pounds of sugar, and there he just is. He's irrelevant. Nate, what? What is he at? One, two big wins in his entire run in AEW. No one looks at him and goes, "Yeah, I'm tuning in to see Pac." But we all know that Alistair Black, Brody King, those are stars. Those are stars. They got the look. They got the size. And there's enough there to build them. Because you can only hurt one or the other. And guess what? Pac's already been ruined. It would take six months of good build. Well, we got two stars right here. Yes, Penta's great, don't get me wrong. When we think Penta, we think Lucha Bros. He's the Matt Hardy. Because what's more appealing to you? Family office or the Hardy boys? I don't have to figure that out. You already know. We're already there. These two can be world champion. These two should. These two could be tag champs. These two could run this whole company because they're legit stars. 
And I'm not saying that Pac isn't talented. Pac could kick my ass right here, and he's welcome on the podcast to do so anytime. But my point is, with the build, due to some creative issues, he was gone with co- you know COVID and stuck. The, the shine is off the apple. It, nobody cares. It's not special anymore. And the thing of it is, in that scenario, who do you want to see more? Kings of the Black Throne versus the Lucha Brothers? Or the Kings of the Black Throne with the Lucha Brothers plus Pac? I just want to see the Lucha Brothers. Wait, no. Well, we can't have that right now. Someone bent his arm backwards a couple weeks ago. Well, somebody bent it the other way backwards. And <laughs> let's fix this That's crap. Really, it's really not how that works, but okay. Then put them in a match against Darby and Sting, number one contenders match, and let's get uncomfortable and have them beat the hell out of Sting. Because that's how you make a star. Because it, it just isn't doing... Like, I under, like It's a good match. I'm not putting pot down. I'm saying that because of COVID and because of booking decisions, no one looks at Pac and go, oh my gosh, he's here. He doesn't matter anymore. He's another guy lost in the shuffle. He's like Damian Priest or sometimes The Miz. It's like he has a level of notoriety, but does he really matter? If you took him off the show, would you blink? And I I never really fully understood the, the chemistry with Death Triangle anyway. That entire formation never really made that much sense to me. But just my opinion, uh, maybe I'm wrong, could be, probably not, uh, but hey. All right, let's talk uh, Nine the Rose defeated Ruby Soho. Yay. There was an awful botch in this match, the turnbuckle over there, and Ruby Soho literally just, let's core grab it ourselves. <laughs> what are you doing over there, you jackasses? Oh, God. Here's another spot. We're rebuilding Nyla at the... At the expense of Ruby Soho, who is coming over here and doing the same thing she did in WWE. Great. Great. Hope you're getting paid more. <laughs> or else what the hell's the point? Now, now, to be fair. No, there is comment, no being fair I, here. I do believe that um, she was released didn't ask for her release. So I don't think that's a fair statement to go, oh, she's doing the same thing. Oh, I hope she's getting paid more. She was fired (laughs) or released or whatever you want to say from WWE due to budget cuts. Yeah, It's not like she was like, I want my release. I want out and then ran to AEW. She was released. You want to know how you know Vince still knows talent? Want to know? Look at nearly every person that's been released or fired by WWE or went to AEW. They're in pretty much the same spot they were in WWE. It's just a slightly better working environment. Yeah. John Moxley, main eventer in, in WWE, main eventer in AEW. Chris Jericho, icon in WWE, icon in AEW. Cody Rhodes, near the top of the card, same sort of thing. Kind of, you know, that TNT title. What do you have a big run with? The Intercontinental Championship. Ruby Soho. Losing unnecessary matches. There we are. Alistair Black kind of there in the upper mid card. Same sort of thing. Tag team division. He was in it with Ricochet. Yeah, it's... it's. Don't tell me Vince doesn't know talent because they keep putting him in the same place. It is an unfortunate thing. Like, even if... Yes, I get the point you're saying about that she was released. Throwing that aside, it is kind of 
partially partially hilarious, partially sad that that is actually becoming the case. Like you can't dispute that. It is seriously becoming the case for almost everybody. Oh wait, I can dispute that. Go ahead. Where where does because and I'm saying this because Logan said this name. That's fine. Where is Chris Jericho gonna go? He's already an icon. There's nowhere else to climb. You cannot use him and make this argument. You can't. Okay, then let's use the 15 other names. Nope, nope. He said it. He said it. He said it. Said it. But can't you can't use that. one name and not the the entire premise is wrong. I, what was wrong with uh, saying it? I said it's actually spot. and actually if you go by where Cody was when he left the company, he's in a higher spot in AEW than he was in WWE not because really. he wasn't doing anything but nonsense stardust stuff. And I think you glossed over the working environment. That's important to people. I said it's a slightly better working environment. What's wrong with that? Well, no, you said, but you glossed over it like it didn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Working environments don't matter. It's not that they don't matter, but if you're comparing like their overall career, it has no weight. Yeah, I'm just talking about where they're placed on the card. I'm glad they're enjoying their catering. But Um, as far as like where they are in terms of status, it bears no relevance. I'm not kissing Vince's ass. You just heard me criticize him for an hour. Didn't I? <laughs> Biggie and Drew McIntyre. I just said, what the hell are we doing? But McCarthy doesn't, doesn't fit his narrative. So Well, no. Well, no. There's also another issue. You, Go ahead. In, in, in within five minutes, uh-huh. you, you bragged about the star power of Alistar Black. Yes. But then said he's in the same spot as... Dumbass promos in the back in WWE. First of like, all, there was something dumb about those promos. We were all interested. Yeah, of course we were, but they they, they became hey. dumbass promos because they didn't do anything with them. They were just there. Because unfortunately, he got released, but we were all curious about where they were going. I still want to know who the Dark Father was. <laughs> so do I. But here's the thing: you're also picking apart one aspect of their entire careers. I'm not saying he's Veer. Damn it. <laughs> Who's still coming to Raw? Walking all the way from <laughs> India? I'm so impressed. <laughs> no, my point being is there a, overall, some of them might. Uh, yes, Cody is in a higher spot. Oh, what's he got? EVP status. Too sweet, brother. Everyone else, Miro. He brought him in playing video games with bleached hair, and now he's God's favorite champion, and now he's angry at God. Guess what? In terms of spot. Not that much bigger or different, is it? I mean, compared the TNT title to the U.S. championship? Not really. That's not that big of a deal. Not that big of a difference. Just because... But but here's why you like it. Here's why, here's why you won't even give any credence to this. Because you're worried about the work environment in the morally correct company. Doesn't mean the spot's any different. No, okay, but uh, let's go back to this again. Yes, at one point in time, Miro was the United States champion. What was that? Ten freaking years ago? It, it was doesn't doing nothing matter how left. long ago in a it was. Spot now and he and he left. He's in a better spot now. He, actually, you can make an argument that's not true because when he when left, he, was, he left. Then when he left, he's in a better spot now. You may not like the angle he was in, but they were closing raw most weeks. They really were. 
He was in arguably the best storylines on Raw. They were close because he was having that a divorce. Storyline was terrible. Can, that's it doesn't matter if it was, they made it work. But that's not my point. My point is the spot he's in, whether we think it was great or not, he was put in a high spot where he was ending Raw most weeks. It can be a crappy angle, and you're right. But the reality is they were giving him a lot of notoriety. He was getting made look like a big deal. Rusev Day was back over again. Whether we like the angle or not, the spot he was in was bigger than what he's getting right now. But, oh, well, it's not a, it's a, kind of a dumb idea, so I'm going to leave. <sighs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, You're right about the creative aspect of it. It was completely stupid. I play along with it because... If I got to sit through the three hours of suck a muck, I might as well try to find a way to enjoy it. Looking forward to that Reginald Dana Brooke wine, by the way. Um, but I, so I agree with you on creative, but the spot he was in, because for some reason Vince thought it was a cool deal. So the spot was higher notoriety because I would rather be on Raw closing it than cutting a vignette on Rampage. Get about as many viewers as C SPAN. All right. So, Lance Archer destroyed Adam Page. He came out there and gave him the old, you know, just threw him around a little bit. All of a sudden, Adam, you know, Lance Archer's got two managers, Napper. Jake Roberts is back out there, which is great to see. You know, I'm thrilled about that. See, Napper? See? See, he won't even go and say, at least he's got something good to say about AEW. No, he thinks I just complain all the time. I do complain all the time about the state of this whole business because it's pathetic. So you got two managers. I'm rolling today, boys. Yeah. Two managers. Why do we got two managers? Pick one. Jake ain't healthy enough. Send him packing. They're going to make him fight. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. DDT ball game. Let's go. McCarthy. I'm happy that Jake Roberts is on TV. That's a praise of AEW. Please keep doing that, Tony. It's all right. Jake Roberts is far too mean for COVID to kill him anyway. Because he's tried to kill himself multiple times. He'll be fine. So, McCarthy, why does Lance Archer have two managers? Because it's fun? I don't know. Yeah, thanks. What? I think it's because, honestly, I think it's because so Jake doesn't overexert himself. He's too big to tame. That's what it is. I don't know. I'm not, I don't have Tony Khan on speed dial or anything. Wouldn't you WrestleMania is too good for just one night, and Lance Archer's too good to tame. So they need two of them. So they need two of them? Yeah. Like lion trainer, like lion tamers? Oh, yeah. He's got yeah. the mane. He's got the hair. Yeah, good, good. Uh, just, he mauls people like a lion, that's for sure. Yeah, he does. I'd love to see him win the title tomorrow night, but it ain't going to happen. Probably not, but I would like it to. No, it's not. Yeah, I would like it to. All right. Uh, MJF defeated CM Punk. There was a false finish at one point. Uh, they got boatloads of time. This thing went a little too long for my taste. I'll tell you why. I think if it was going to go that long, it should be pay-per-view. That's my thought. I was just like, damn, this is going a while. Uh, all right, guy, one, I, my only complaint is this. My only complaint is I thought it went too long. I think you could have told the same story in about 10 minutes less time. I uh, like Wardlow coming out and swerving us. I thought, all right, here it is. No, it's not. 
Mr. McCarthy, thoughts on this? I mean, this match was really good, but with like you, I agree. It was about 10 minutes too long. They could have gotten all that whole story finished a lot sooner, and I think it drugged the match down. Like, so, and, and it's not because it was on TV. I don't care if a match is long on TV or pay-per-view. It is what it is. But I don't think they needed that much time to tell this story. And yes, the false finish was rare that you see in AEW, and it was really well done. And the other rare thing you don't normally see in pro wrestling is that when this does happen, the heel usually ends up losing. So that was a nice little switch on what they normally, what people normally do in this situation when they are booking it. But 10 minutes too long, right person won for sure. It's another notch in MJF's belt, the first man to pin CM Punk. And they're still teasing this with Wardlow. I don't know what to think anymore. Any thoughts, Napper? I also agree with everybody else. I thought the match went too long. I think the reason it went too long in probably a lot of people's minds is not to knock on CM Punk too much, but let's take Adam Page and Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, for example. Longer match, but still kind of the same premise. They can take that match and make it an hour long. I have full confidence that they can do that and tell a good story. No offense to CM Punk. I don't think that he has, even still, I don't think he's that ready in the ring yet to tell that kind of story with that long of a match. Maybe he's just not that guy anymore. I I, I, don't, I, I think that's a fair assessment. And, I don't think and, it's a wrong thing to say that he maybe just doesn't have that ability anymore. And that isn't a knock. No, it's and, not a bad thing. They just have to work to his strengths. And I don't think they did that as well as they could have. Because if they did, that match would have been shorter. They, he can tell a good story. And they did. But they added on 10 extra minutes of fluff that they didn't need to add on to it. Here's where I would put CM Punk right now. Um, here's where I put him because I think it's a I think it's an apt comparison. You watched a lot of WCW back in the day, right, McCarthy? Yeah. I think where CM Punk is right now in the ring is Ric Flair 98-99. Still very good, still better than most, not quite as good as he used to be. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Although yeah. I do think he looked better in this one. I think he gets better as every time. As, but and, it's and, and not really like as far as rust but because i think that's long gone he's just struggling with the stamina part of pro wrestling yeah i think it's conditioning yeah and his condition it's getting there you can see progress because last week normally leading up to this match within 10 minutes he's a bucket of sweat not last week he didn't have the drenched hair. Like, he's getting there. I don't know if he'll ever be the CM Punk we remember. It's a lot to ask somebody that's been gone for seven years and has the amount of bumps on his card as he does. Then they to need to stop asking. Ever him. return back to full form like he was. But we also have to be willing to give him time. Like, we bring up Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, right? Yeah. I mean, he was wrestling damn near full time for two years before he came to AEW. We'll see, uh, but I do. I, I, I say think, I think his best in the world days are over. I think he's like I said. I think he's Ric Flair in, in the late nineties. Ric Flair was still very good. 
still very passable, but he needed a decent dance partner now. Where, and, in comparison to his old self, Ric Flair could have went out there and wrestled a broom. And the only reason I used that match is because it, it kind of mirrored it in, not really in length, because honestly, they went for an hour, so it's kind of hard to top that. But more so in, I have full confidence in both those men. Yes, you have a point where Daniel was still wrestling even in WWE up to his release or up to leaving and so on and so forth. But that's the point is why are we asking CM Punk to do things that we don't feel like he can do? And maybe, maybe that's feel like he can. Maybe, maybe he, he does. He but somebody and this has been a knock sometimes on AEW. Someone's got to be the big boy in the room and tell him you cannot do this anymore the way you want to do it. It's not that you can't do it. Clearly, we see that you can, but we have to play to your strengths and your weaknesses. Right now, we're playing just to your strengths and thinking that your weaknesses won't show up, and they still are. Well, uh, you know, the, the athlete is the last one to know. Right. Not to take a shot, put our rivalry aside football for a second. Do you think Ben Roethlisberger should have retired sooner? I should think he should have retired two years ago. Exactly, but he didn't feel that way. No. The athlete's the last to know. CM Punk might think he's as good as he ever was because the athlete is the last to know. Undertaker should have retired a decade ago. I'm not immune to that. I wouldn't say a decade. End of the year should have been it. I agree with that. That's been about a decade now. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I think he had some good years after that, but I do agree that that should have been it. So uh, He could have come back for a couple of matches, but in terms of a I'm back, because he was back not more, more or less full-time, but he was back consistently even after that. Uh, yeah, and so, but where his body just said no, but he didn't <laughs> quite realize that. Yeah. And even if he did, he couldn't accept it. So it is, it's weird. Maybe CM Punk thinks I can get to that level of where I was. Just give me more time. Maybe he can. If anyone can prove anybody wrong, it's CM Punk. But I just I just don't know if he'll ever get back there. And that's okay. That's, that's not a problem. We can still do a lot with you. All right. I did like the Wardlow thing, too. I do have to say that. Yeah. That was, that was, that was well done, Swerve. <laughs> uh, on Rampage, Adam Cole defeated Evil Uno. Afterwards, Cole made it clear he wants a shot at the AW World Championship. Here's my problem with this. Why are we already marking out new challenges for Adam Page when we haven't even had the world title shot with Lance Archer yet? We've made it obvious who's going to win. We've made it obvious. Great. We knew it already, but don't make it obvious. I mean, to also, be fair, why is it Adam like Cole? Said, it's not like he was like after you beat Lance Archer. He just said he's coming for the AEW Championship. He didn't say when. There's still a chance. See what the problem with that? McCarthy, I hate you. Because <laughs> every damn time I make a good point, you try to justify that bull. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> damn you. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, here's my rebuttal. Right, I take 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <you're talking about. laughs> Here, here's, here's my rebuttal. Um, First off, I don't like the fact... Okay, he's, he's coming for the title. That's fine. But it also feels like we've kind of slightly gotten rid of what made AEW a little bit different in the first place, which was we're going to really take care of the sport and treat it like a sport. 
They never did. No. Well, I mean, they never did, to be honest. You're yeah, right. It's sports entertainment. But to me, the person that should be next in line is the guy that just beat CM Punk. Whether he's the best in the world anymore or not, he was undefeated. MJF has been more or less undefeated. And then just beat the guy that's undefeated. Yeah. Why is Cole making that promo when the better heel, I think, at least right now in AEW, should be the one that's going after the title? MJF should be saying that promo, saying, I'm coming after the world title now. I'm sick and tired of this crap. Everybody keeps getting in my way. I'm coming for that damn title, and no one's going to stop me anymore. And then we maybe he have already the. Did. I know. He said when he got by CM Punk, he's going for the title. So Just then, why is Cole cutting a promo that he's doing it? Why not? Why not? Because Everyone we can't have everybody come after the AEW title championship. And and let's not forget. Let's not forget in the rules of the rankings, Adam Cole is right up there in the top five because he has yet to lose a match. He just lost to Cassidy. He no, did. he didn't. Yes. S- not sanctioned. Not sanctioned doesn't go against his record. He is still technically <laughs> undefeated in AEW. Okay. But, okay. Hold on. I can't. Hold on. MJF St- to stop. challenge for the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Stop. And Even you know go, that's bullcrap. Go, and then we're going to go back to it's not sports based. The hell it is it? It's not. It it's, is the it is the biggest representation of a fight that you can get on national television when it comes to professional wrestling. Wrestling comes first in AEW, which is what they meant when they're going to present it as a sport. And so we have Orange Cassidy hugging Adam Cole off a stage. Danhausen popping because, up and pointing because, at random people. <laughs> because you can't do anything goofy. Like, Not if you, you say we're going to take it seriously. No, I'm just kidding. That, that, I'm that messing with you. Means serious all the time. He's so Stone angry. Face everybody all the time. You're getting this misconstrued. No. This isn't the NFL making taunting rules here, guys. This is guys going out and having fun and showing why they are some of the best in the world in between the ropes and some of them on the microphone. You got really angry. Are you done? I did because it's sports based. It's not Just because it's what do you? How, how is it not? You, you can you do things goofy in 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 sports based wrestling? Absolutely, the NWA did goofy things. Midnight Rider, Dusty Rhodes it was the same damn person. Obviously, I'm not I'm not going to argue that. You're you're right on that. The problem is, is there's as much goofy as there is good professional wrestling. That's that's not what. I don't think sports, my opinion. Professional wrestling is goofy. Like, get serious for like, like a minute. That's it what you should be telling the them. Absurd things in the world that we all love and are addicted to watching predetermined fights week in and week out and then bitching about them for three hours. That's what we do. Yeah, Pro wrestling I, is goofy. And it's awesome. <laughs> I'm not denying it that it's goofy. Believe me, I know. Because I personally believe The Undertaker can teleport. Pop in here, big man. So, I'm, I hear you. But 
No, I don't have an extra set of pants. But when you thought when you thought sports based product, when you were told that, did you think it was going to be? Would you agree that there is as much goofy about AEW as there is good sports based wrestling? And before you think I'm insulting them, there's like eighty percent goofy and twenty percent decent wrestling on WWE. So they've got them beat by a mile. But I'm saying. What I think sports-based wrestling, I don't think of 50-50, and I feel like it's 50-50 because Adam Cole just lost a match to the guy that puts his hands in his damn pockets. Pockets. My little dog pockets. And we got Dan Housen, and God bless Dan Housen. Even Jim Cornette likes him. There's something infectious about that fella. Not anymore. I don't think he's going to like him. Well, he likes him so far in AEW. Yeah, but he said that if he sees him wrestle, he's going to hate him. Oh, he's gonna hate him. Uh, yeah, but so. but so that's all I'm saying is when I think sports based, I don't think fifty fifty. Do they have to be beat by that by a mile? Absolutely, they're lapping the field. It's like me versus Usain Bolt. Don't worry, or just McCarthy. Yeah, it's it's me versus you. You could lap, my, you could kick the hell out of me. Go ahead, come here, punch me. Um, come okay. on, come all the way from Lancaster. Let let the aggression out. All right, you can punch me in the face and go for Tony. So. Quit this via satellite bullcrap. So I'm not denying that you're you're absolutely correct in in the fact of that. Is it more sports based than WWE? Absolutely, because it's like ninety ten or eighty twenty. All right, I really don't care to see eighty twenty. I think that's fair. Yeah, I don't I don't really care to see Reginald and Dana Brooke, you know, have their love affair. But I might as well get into it if I got to watch the stupid crap. Hell yeah, pal, friends. Um, so that's what I'm saying. But I think it's 50-50, and I don't think that's the sport-based product that I think we were originally promised. I think even Tony Khan, if he was being honest, would say it's gotten a little more 50-50 than I probably intended. Because it started as soon as Matt Hardy started teleporting. Then all of a sudden, we're just... Come on. And honestly, it all goes back to the... You know, we're talking about Adam Cole and MJF and all that. I still feel like there's so much they could do with Adam Cole to where we don't have to have him say, I'm going for the world title. He doesn't need to. He's Adam Cole. Why Why are we even having his name attached to the world title right now? I get it. He's a big name and deserves the title. He, if he, no, ever, he, doesn't, he doesn't deserve the title. He hasn't done even that. There. He hasn't done anything in AEW. Forget about what you did in WWE to Ring of Honor. This is AEW. This is a different thing. This is a different That's breed. That's fair. But that that also makes to the point of why is he saying I'm going for the world title? And the more I look at him go, I go, God, he's a pudgy doughboy. <laughs> we don't have the time for one of McCarthy's other rants. All right. It 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 is called creative freedom. He is allowed to say things that are not, not offensive. Called His donuts. promos are not written and are not checked by Anybody. Well, somebody needs you to start are, checking him. So bash bash Adam Cole all you want, no, it's, but no, it's, he got the promo time. He filled that promo time with what he said. No. Second of all, what do they always say in this business? If you're not going after the world title, you shouldn't even be here. So he has every right to say, I'm gunning for the world heavyweight championship. True. Like I said at the beginning of this rant, the last one, he didn't say... I want a match next week. He said, I'm coming for the title. He made his intentions known. How is he going to get there? Probably going to win face of the revolution ladder match. 
I don't even think he's going to win that. The winner of the Revolution. I don't know if he is. The winner of the Revolution Matter Match is Doughboy. Damn. <laughs> face face of the Revolution Ladder Match, sir. Still Doughboy. I swear, yeah. if they waste it like they did with Scorpio Sky, I'm going to be pissed. That man deserves so much more than what he has right now. They should give Pillsbury the- dough to sponsor it. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> just, just wow. I mean, they've wasted every freaking ladder match they've ever done. You wouldn't be surprised. No, it's not called Creative Freedom. It's called Long Walk to the Fridge. Believe me, I know the difference. So do I. I don't think fridge walks have anything to do with promos. <laughs> they have I don't to do think that's a, how that works. They have to do with a soft middle section. I know, because I got one. Wow. He looks, just, just wow. He looks like a doughboy. Just wow. All right. That's all I can say. Just all wow. Right. Uh, Just any, wow. Uh, any other thoughts on... Uh, we probably on... still run circles around Goldberg. Oh, shut up. We got stuff to talk about. Do Goldberg we? looks a lot better. Uh, but My bad. Uh, any other thoughts on Rampage before we move on to Raw? <laughs> nope. Okay. Let's talk Raw. Hold on. Ricky Starks and Jay Lethal was legit. No. They made it actually seem like the FTW mattered to somebody other than Ricky Starks. The, the I mean, champ- that's something. The championship didn't matter at all. Nobody gives a crap about the FTW championship. Except us. But that's not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they made it seem like it mattered. and it does, Isn't that what matters? They made something that is unsanctioned by AEW, got pulled out of the Taz's closet after 20 years, mm-hmm. and they made it feel... Feel important by the match they had. Does it change what the title is? No. But they made it feel important during that match. It seemed like everything about that title mattered. And isn't that what we asked for in wrestling? To make it feel like it matters? So we're not just sitting there going, what are we doing? I'm not sure you heard me the first time, McCarthy. So I'm going to say it again. I hate you. I absolutely. And let's not forget that amazing counter of Ricky Stark. That was the chit, man. That match was great. Rest assured, Come on, I man. love you, and I would take I'd take a bullet for you. But on Tuesdays and five to eight, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Just because I make valid preacher no. politician points, okay? No. No, it's it's more the way you say it. It's it's probably what Shane did at the Rumble. Might have been a valid point. He acted like an ass. Alrighty, um, look, there was nothing wrong with the match. Look, uh, Jay Lethal can work. Frankly, if he, if um, you know, he got a respectable match out of Ric Flair ten years ago. And that says a lot. Uh, and then, of course, his stuff as the franchise of Ring of Honor and with the foundation, fantastic stuff. Uh, Jay Lethal is is one of the best in the world, frankly. So I'm not surprised that this match was a banger. I agree it was. But, and I say this as the biggest ECW fan on this show and probably uh, bigger than most modern fans these days. I don't care about the FTW Championship in its current form. It was something for Taz to have because Shane Douglas got hurt and couldn't defend his belt. And he refused to defend it because he was hurt. And so he said, screw you, I'll make my own belt. That was it. Because Shane Douglas was hurt for six months and they didn't want to take the belt off of him. That's why it got made. 
So it was something for Taz to chase. Now it's a and, – and don't get me wrong, it wasn't a big deal then because it also was unsanctioned in ECW. It's never been sanctioned. It's never been a sanctioned championship in, in its history. But that's the story, and so it made sense because Taz was driven to be a champion. But Shane was ducking him because he was hurt. <sighs> All right, we already asked about Tony Khan's big announcement. If it's Keith Lee, that's a poo-poo. It's a popcorn fart. I don't care about, like, Keith Lee's great, but he's not a big announcement. I don't care how how gray his beard is or how black it is or how much stretch marks he has on his chest. None of it. All right. Monday Night Raw. It was on Sci-Fi this week. Had the lowest viewership in history this week because it was on Sci-Fi. Uh, is it because it was on Sci-Fi or because they didn't freaking tell anybody? I mean, both. Both? Yeah, both yeah, probably sounds both. about right. Uh, maybe Vince was like, look, this show's going to suck. Don't even watch. I'm just writing because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Started off pretty great. <clears throat> God. It started off with 20 minutes <laughs> of the GD Quiz Bowl. It's like uh, it's like they went, how can we get people to tune out and never come back? I don't know what you're talking about. I loved it. You obviously I loved Harlem. <laughs> I do a little bit. I loved none of it. I love how it. they just kind of I love part of it. I, I will I actually did love part of it. <laughs> the one thing I'll say uh, good about it is a uh, Chad Gable is showing a versatility and character that only compares to Kurt Angle in modern history. I would agree with that. Chad Gable gives me such Kurt Angle vibes right now. I would definitely agree with that. Other than and that, also, Randy's having probably the most fun I've ever seen. Oh. <laughs> Five years yeah, ago. He's having an absolute blast. But here's how people change as they get older. Because five years ago, Randy Orton would have said, no, I'm not doing that. Here's the better I don't one. Know. It, ten years ago. We'll say ten years ago. If somebody ten, would ten to- years ago, probably. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Ten years ago, if somebody would have said to you, the two guys that are having the most fun, fun in wrestling are Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. You would have slapped them across the face because they're insane. That's true, because they both hated their job. Exactly. (laughs) That's fair. Not even just hated their job, but they were the most stone-faced people on the face of the freaking planet. They literally were. And now they're the two most entertaining people in all of wrestling. They were, were, you look, I'll pin whoever you pay me, I'll see you. Uh, Now they're like, hey, this is great. We're trying to help the young guns. So you're right about that. Strange how time changes. But yeah, 15 minutes of the damn quiz bowl to kick off. Made me think of Quiznos the whole damn time. Uh, I uh, I don't have any words. I do. John freaking Elway. John freaking Elway. So that is where uh, I'll give AEW this. I said 50-50 sports and entertainment. 80-20 is probably generous to WWE. It felt like 95-5. Hey, just Styles defeated United States champion Damian Priest. 
I hope he wins next week. He's not going to, which means it's going to end in a stupid DQ because we can't make AJ Styles look weak going into the chamber. I literally know it's going to end in a DQ next week. Do you think I'm right, McCarthy? More than likely. God, this is stupid. It's probably going to be Omos shows up again. Uh, Alexa Bliss creeps closer to a return. I hate that we're getting rid of the, the, the Lily Fiend Alexa Bliss because Me too. because here's why. No matter and no matter what, the Fiend's a huge moneymaker. Still making merch off a son of a But and, and so Alexa Bliss became a huge moneymaker too. Not quite as cool, don't get me wrong. But cool enough. It I bought a t shirt. Yeah. I I, I bought a T-shirt. I mean, it's not an Alexa Bliss T-shirt, but it's a T-shirt. Good for you. Ha-ha. I bought a T-shirt with Alexa Bliss because they were selling it at Extreme Rules. So, mm. uh, I... Um, but you... Or wait, did you go? No, you didn't. You didn't. I did not go. You jerk. Um, so, what do you think? Uh, do you also What do you mean? The- I was I was, I was, was making sure that my, my, my son had parental supervision in the home until late in the evening. I couldn't go to Extreme Rules. Just leave him with one of the ushers at the show. It's fine. Yeah, it'd be fine. Just leave him with one of the ushers at the show. Spoken like someone who may get their child kidnapped in the future. Extreme Rules is also the title of uh, McCarthy's Nightlife on the weekends. <laughs> Uh, so when he's not so worried about his kid. But uh, what do you think? I won't get them kidnapped. I'll have a little sidecar to attach to the wheelchair so that they'd never leave my side. What do you think, Mr. McCarthy? Do you like that we're going back to the original Alexa Bliss? Or are you like me and wishing it was still the, uh, where we'd stay with the Lily slash Fiend version? I want to see... An amalgamation of the two. That's a big like. I want to see her be. I want to see her be like vicious and a little crazy, but like, like the old Alexa Bliss. Like, just kind of like blend them together. See how it works. I'm sure it'll be fine. Do you think that's what 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 we're doing, or are they going back to the old one completely? I mean, that's way too complex for WWE. So not they're just going to go back to No, the it's not company. really. Not necessarily. Kane, when he was corporate Kane, I mean, are you sure? Okay. Kane, Kane 20 years ago? No. And that WWE was like, now? That was like are 10. Two, 20, two totally different things. That was no, like 10 years ago. No, that was like it was like five years ago, corporate Kane. Yeah. You know, because he developed that like split personality almost with corporate Kane and then it wasn't Demon Kane. I mean, Bray Wyatt went through three phases he of his knew, life. He, he came to an age where he knew when he could be professional and when he could light people on fire. Fantastic. That um, comes with age and learning. I wonder if he's still lighting people on fire as mayor. Maybe. He's lighting he might have passed the law trail. that you're allowed. I feel like he should be the exception to that rule, McCarthy. Yeah. I don't know, but... Well, maybe he helps out at the funeral home with cremation. Right. You know, he, he, he hasn't completely his old self, I'm sure. We, we'll probably see him back for a Saudi match here sometime. <laughs> it sounds so terrible. But I kind of want to see a promo of that. Give it time. Especially if he loses his re-election campaign. He just cuts a promo. Oh, God. Lighting all his signs on fire. Oh, I'm, I'm going to hell. <laughs> 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 You're welcome. 
Lead of Disarmed Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch as I try to wrap this show up properly. Uh, yeah, this was just okay. Yeah, it was. Nothing, nothing great. This is going to be the ultimate unfortunate downfall is as great as it is to see Lita back, you can tell when she's in the ring, it's not like it used to be. Like, she's still got enough movement to do some of the stuff she wants to do, but it's slow as hell. Is that is that age or is that rust? I, I'm going to say it's rust. I don't think it's age. In that case, we got three weeks till... Maybe she can shake it off by then. What did you say, McCarthy? Well, I, I don't. She was never that fast to begin with. That's fair. We'll see what happens. Lita wasn't. I mean, yeah, she did some moonsaults. I mean, I love Lita. There's so much that she did for the woman's side of professional wrestling. But I mean, even her moonsault wasn't all that always that great. She struggled getting over she would always get over just in time. And maybe that was how she learned. I'm not, like I said, I'm not dogging Lita, but we got, she wasn't the most polished. She was great. She was entertaining. She could fly around the ring and she had talent and skill, but she didn't, she never reached the wrestling's ability that, that I believe Trish did. That's, I think that's very fair. Um, we'll see. I think this match surprises people at Elimination Chamber. I think Becky Lynch will help her. Get through it. I think she can. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I think the match is going to be great. And like I said, I'm not trying to dog Leah. She's no, I'm not either. And a Hall of Famer, but like as far as like Trish had to work a lot harder to get to where she was, mm-hmm. and she showed it by technical ability, which Lita was never, was never technical. She always flew high, but like, I mean, she's still doing the twist of fate. All right, you want a like, good. You want a good complaint about WWE, McCarthy? Take a note because this this what we're about to talk about real quick pisses me off. 50-50 booking. Kevin Owens is not going to be in the chamber. You want to know why? He's another one that doesn't want to go to Saudi because he disagrees with it. And that's fine. Awesome. But he's not going because he's backing up his boy Sami Zayn. Austin Theory's getting a big push. Never mind. What's the point of this? I don't mean the match. I mean the outcome. I get the point of the match. It's fine. The outcome is so stupid because Kevin Owens, is, he refuses to go to Saudi, and that's awesome. Whatever. I don't care. There's literally no point in booking him to win going up to Saudi. Especially against an opponent that is. None. Zero. Zilch. We went from this man might win Royal Rumble to now he's losing to Kevin Owens when Kevin Owens ain't even going to be on the show. What are we doing here? This is the guy that's going to get a big main event match at, at Mania against Shane or Taker or Triple H or Vince himself? And then it got worse. Kevin Owen really wants to compete at WrestleMania 38. Good for him. He cut an impassioned promo about his love of Texas and Texas love of him. And why would they threaten to not have him on the card? What the... Have you seen this card? We're going to need him. <laughs> like, who is he talking to that said, you're not going to be on the card? And how did they get that information months in advance? Who's tattling? And see that? I need to know. I just don't understand where this is going. 
Because it's because it screams to me that Seth and Kevin are going to face each other. That seemed like the logic. And then this week, it's like Vince went, we're on sci-fi. Throw it all in the air. And maybe that's because of the new report we just got to start this show about the whole card is now in flux because they're looking for big matches. I don't know, but we are two months out from the biggest pay-per-view of the year, and we don't have a clue. We have, like, two matches figured out. Everything else for a, for a two-day event. We've got nothing. Welcome to WWE, folks. What is going on? And I feel hey, guys. Better. Yeah. I got to go get Jason. Okay, buddy. Bye. Okay. Bye, buddy. Bye, guys. Good show, buddy. Exactly. That's how we feel about WrestleMania. We're just leaving. We got no plan. All right. What were your thoughts to end the show, and then we got to end this show? Well, as you have a little Jason in the background there, uh, my thoughts are exactly what you said. It's a 50-50 booking nightmare, and it makes no sense. And then Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens defeat RK Bro! Yay! Even though we just propped them up in the beginning of the show. We're going to give them a title match. We're going to give them a title match, but they lost. Yay. Uh, I I don't know what we're doing. I, I don't know what we're doing. I've got no idea. <laughs> I have none. I don't know who's going to be in Mania. I don't know who's going to not be Mania. That's, you know, I know I kind of tease you guys about Goldberg. Right? But the reason that I think it's possible he wins is because look at the they had no plan. Yeah. They've got nothing. It's unfortunate. So with that, I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna go watch NWA Power. I recently subscribed to New Japan World, I have you know. I did. I, I Ooh. you know, I was like, Well, McCarthy says he's gonna give me his password, but he's so busy. <laughs> I was like, I'm not I'm like no. You know how it is when you want to do something? Like, I'm yeah. just going to do it. I want to do it now. I don't want to wait. And McCarthy never answers his phone. Yeah, I can get a hold of you so much easier than I can, McCarthy. It's I know. It's ridiculous. Um, anywho, <laughs> I'm going to go watch NWA Power. I'm going to get something to eat. Any final words? Are we doing a red flag this week? I would assume so. Friday? Possibly, what yeah. Time? I don't know. What time it works for you guys? I mean, I, I'm whenever. I don't give a We'll see. Okay. Uh, to be determined. To be determined. So with that, any final words now before we get the hell out of here? Mark Zuckerberg, I will find you. All right. So with that, this has been To the Turnbuckle presented by Bruce Nation Productions right here on Heel Turn Wrestling on Facebook. We also cross post from School On Air Network. Again, if you want to do what we cross. do, go to beonair.com. Sign up today. Learn from a pro to be a pro. That's the slow, the school slogan, and it's true. So, with that, with that, I'm getting out of here. Smile, be well, find a way to take care of yourself. We know it's crazy times. It's going to be all right. We'll get through this together. We'll get through this mania season together. And then, hold me, I'm scared. Unlike every other sport, it just keeps going because then there's more. So with that, be well. We'll get through it all together somehow, some way. Until next week, we'll see you in the ring. Ding, ding.